All right, we're back. Are we on? We are on. It's a Tuesday. It doesn't feel like a Tuesday, though, right? No. It feels more like a Thursday. Or if it was Dreamland of Friday. <laughs> can only dream. You can only dream. But this is reality. So welcome back, people, to <laughs> episode Sonnet Set of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here, we both have the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have the ability to listen and have an open mind. I reversed them today. (laughs) Switch it up today. Switch it up. See? So maybe it is Dreamland. Who knows? Who knows? But, um, yeah, so I just got off of a workout, so I am, like, rearing to go. You know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. That's good. It doesn't make you tired. It makes you more energetic. Yeah, energetic. Definitely, like, want to shower, but I feel better. I feel more awake. And, uh, yeah, you guys should totally jump on that bandwagon and uh, get moving. Should I say my set list today? Oh, yeah, you can give us a little sneak peek. All right. Well, I'll just do today. And I threw in an extra song today. I went 11 songs today because I was just feeling that good. So I started off with Shooting Star from All City, then Rain by Ben Platt, Turn My Back by May Day Parade, Carries On by Edward Sharp, and the, I don't, I never know, and the Magnetic Zeros? I don't know too much about that man. Then Behind the Lines with Genesis, Only You and I Know by Phil Collins, Invincible by Two Door Cinema Club, Dead Men by St. Phoenix, I think that's how you say it. Uh, Black Star Dancing by Noel, Gallag- Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. I don't want to get that wrong because I heard he could be quite snippy with people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I finished it off with some inspirational stuff by Akira the Don, Hercules Goes to Mars, and Glory and Triumph. Those are wow. two. Uh, the last two were like... Uh, um, a lot of times he has uh vocals and uh you know talking over his like music but those two are strictly instrumental and uh you know they get you going it's funny how those songs are like really fast paced and you know explosive and even though they're at the end of the line they like give you that extra burst of energy Hmm, that's good as long as it gives you energy yeah to finish it off to finish it off (laughs) so uh, and I've also started a whole new thing. So every time I make a set list of the day, I make it into a playlist. So I have five so far. So maybe one of these days I'll go back and tell you what I listened to over the weekend and last Friday. Nice. So you're going to eventually put them all together and have like one long one that you could just shuffle? Whoa, that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be, that would be madness, manager. <laughs> That'd be too much. That'd be way too much. Too many songs. Um, but but before we go into our topics, hey, could you just spill what your topics are today? Because I don't want to double up. I want to just talk about something quickly before. Uh, you want to see if we have the same topics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say your topics. Oh, well, that's gonna ruin the surprise. Okay. Well, anyways, I, I guess I'll just spill. <laughs> Spill a minute or two on this. Uh, manager, did you happen to see any of the DNC yesterday? 
No. Oh boy. Oh boy. I mean, if you were into politics, this kind of crap would take you right away from it. You'd be running from the hills listening to this nonsense, this dribble. It is so ridiculous. And especially they have it for such a long period of time. And it's... How long long is it? I don't know. I felt I was watching it, though, for like an eternity. The, um... Is today the second one? Oh, yeah. I'll I'll probably watch it. I'll probably torture myself for you guys and give you the, the, you know, my take on it. But, uh, it's awful. And you know what's the really sad part? Is that none of these people talk like normal people. It's like they're almost talking down to you. And it, like, it's almost like you're stupid. And they say things in such a, it's almost like a demeaning way. It's like, just talk. Do you think it's just the Democrats or do you think it's all politicians? No, I think a lot of politicians do it. I think a lot on both sides. And I think, like, the few people that talk normal are the ones that succeed because people think that they're not just pandering to them. Mm -hmm. It's like, we want to see the real you, not the fake you, like, trying to be perfect. Because we already know everybody's not perfect. But there's a couple things that I wanted to, like, address before you go off into into topic one okay so oh my god i am i'm so sick of michelle obama it's it's unbelievable i like her oh my god okay well tell me this why does she say why why is she at the dnc when she goes what did she say i wrote it down i wrote it down she's talking at one of the biggest conventions for politics. And she goes, you know, I hate politics. But, was but. That, was that in her speech? That was in her speech. And it's like, then why are you here? Why are you talking? Stay the hell away and leave us alone. Like, well, if you, if you well, hate. What was that followed by? If you hate politics so much, get the hell out of there. <laughs> like, I, I can't stand it. And then, you know, Okay. Why does uh, I I don't like I don't like the intersectionality. Everybody is talking about this type of person, that type of person, um, and uh, and and then on top of that, okay, I don't want to I don't want to go off into too much of your topic, time. But the last thing about it, okay, so if somebody, okay, so people have died from the virus, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, would you ever blame it on a person? Are they blaming it on Trump? Yeah, isn't that so sick? I mean, that is disgusting. I guess they're not happy with how he reacted. He, like, reacted to it. A lot of people say he should have, like, acted quicker than he did because he was just, like, saying it was no big deal at first. Yeah, but to say anybody that dies is because of him. No, it's a sickness. It grabs onto anybody that has a weak immune system or whatever the hell it attracts to. And that's what happens. And then this one person, which it's terrible. If anybody dies or is anybody affected by this thing, it's terrible. Everybody agrees it's terrible. But this woman goes on and she's complaining and going off on Trump because... Her dad got killed because he got the virus. 
Well, no one told him to go out and go karaokeing. She literally said, my dad, you know, when they opened up some of the businesses, went out and did some karaoke. Well, you know what? Like, opening up the economy means that, yes, some places go back and do your jobs and try to get a normal life. But it's up to you and your own decisions of what you do. Who the hell is, who the hell is going out karaokeing? During this madness. Like, are you kidding me? Ay, ay, ay. Like, it's your father's decision that he went karaokeing with a, probably a book of songs that has probably thousands of people touching it, a microphone that has people spitting on it all the time, or up against their mouth, on their hands, and that's what you do when there's a virus going on? You go karaokeing? See, this is the stupidity that's out there. Like, use good judgment, people. Your lives are in your own hands. Be responsible. And make wise decisions. And if and if you're not doing that and you're blaming other people for your troubles, then, you, then you're a scumbag. And, and get off the damn stage. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. Move on. Topic topic one. Topic one. Go. <laughs> well, this that would that would be topic one because we're already at nine minutes. Okay. So topic two. I'm I'm today. topic two. I'm amped up today. I'm so annoyed with people. I'm so annoyed. Okay. Well, my topic one will be followed by a topic two tomorrow because it was like a two part thing. <laughs> okay. But, topic one is chivalry dead. Um. Uh, I, I I mean personally I don't think so. I think that there are certain people that still uphold it. I I think I think that it's diminishing for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's sad. I think that it's sad that you know in in time periods where people had less they actually had a greater appreciation and had you know uh, uh almost almost a you know, better sense of community, I would say, towards one another. And now it's, you know, we're too, everything's too convenient now. So everybody's like, you know, screw you. Yeah, there's not the respect that there used to be. So I I think it's terrible. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever had a problem with it. But I also think it's really how you're brought up. And... I would like to shout out my mom for bringing me up well. I think I am an, one of those outstanding citizens, as they would say. <laughs> <laughs> and manager, from what I know, you seem like an outstanding citizen. Why, thank you. See? Um, but no, like, I mean, but what kind of chivalry do you mean? Like, do you mean, like, more relationship-wise, or do you mean, like, overall? Uh like overall but yeah we can talk about relationship wise too so what what what's your ideal um kind of thing like i you know like open door pay for yeah, the first like, date like, like open I up i like all of that like i think, I think it's because how i was brought up like you said like if you're if your dad or you know the men in your life are treating you a certain way you kind of look for that 
in a relationship too so i i want the doors open <laughs> all that all that nice stuff picking up the heavy loads of groceries yeah all that not saying like treat me like a princess but at least offer you know um what about like if you go out to dinner like how about pulling out the seat is it does it go would, that that would be nice does it go that far <laughs> yeah i like that too see i i there's there's part of me that like uh, yes i do i definitely do some of this stuff but there's some of the stuff that's like is borderline like a little bit like i'm an overthinker so sometimes i'm thinking like oh man maybe i'm overdoing it so i like hold back a little bit huh well i would say never hold back whoa girl will appreciate it i'm sure it's just refreshing because you don't run into that a lot you know well yeah nowadays it's all let's go get some netflix and meet you at your place yeah (laughs) 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 this is true and they don't even meet in public anymore they meet over like an app or something (laughs) yeah crazy times but i was reading something that they said millennials killed chivalry because like the whole like men and women are supposed to be treated equal so a lot of girls don't really like when guys open the door for them or like give up their seat on the subway things like that okay like i might be i might be like overdoing it or or you know what i'm it's unscripted it's unedited (laughs) so i'm just gonna say it i swear to god if i opened up a door for a girl and she you know b-i-t-c-h me out i would slam it in her face seriously (laughs) what do you mean like told you like why are you opening the door for me yeah like i've heard of these stories yeah i don't i don't like that you know what like get off your damn high horse Okay. I think I think girls should hold the door for guys and guys should hold the door for girls. It should go both ways. Yeah, it I mean sometimes it de- it depends. Okay, I'm not going to get too literal into this, but sometimes it depends on your goddamn position of where you are to the door. For God's right. sakes. If you're the first one to the door and you're not going to hold it open for the next person, that's just rude. Yeah. Like oh my god, you know, yeah, this nonsense. You know what? Like I I don't know. I I think that if you're if you're if your mindset is, you know, what you said like men and men and women should be equal so you can't do things for the opposite sex, like you're overthinking it. Mhm. And and that's not what it's supposed to be. Yeah, you shouldn't have to think about being like chivalrous or anything. It should just be like how you're brought up. Like my, my God, and, and you know it's it's pretty sad because it's, I'm I'm hoping that the parents aren't the ones teaching these this next generation. I'm I'm uh, from I'm gonna guess that somewhere along the line they're learning this stuff like outside of the house, because I don't yeah. under I don't understand it. Well, that was my topic, and there's a continuation tomorrow. Okay. Well, people. Bring back the chivalry. Let's go. Thank you. Let's do it. Treat people nice. You know. Be, um, what is it? Be gentlemen and ladylike. Ooh. Yes. That should go on the screw. Whoa, that should be, that should be up there. Write that down, manager. And let's hop into topic three, which is 
101 Dalmatians. That was the, wow. that was the Disney movie. And I I I I like this movie. It's so strange to see it and to know that it came right after Sleeping Beauty because you know how I said Sleeping Beauty had those really nice clean lines and those amazing backgrounds? Yep. This movie is super sketchy. I like the style. No, and it, it's one of the rare movie. It's one of the rare Disney movies that has a definitive style of its own. I don't think a lot of the other movies have it. I think it's a one-off, just kind of like Hercules. And I think there's a couple others that have this their very own particular style. And this one is really good. It fits the topic, you know, with Dalmatians and the spots. And um, I love how it's how it has that jazz feel. It mm-hmm. it's it's I think it's another movie where they're changing up from that old school kind of dreamlike old fashioned singing and they finally switched over to a different genre and this one's like severely jazz filled. Uh, yeah. And uh this one's cool. I I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um it's a lot of animation work animating all those dogs. I know, it's amazing. It, it it really is amazing. And you know, if people are really interested, look up the animators that started with Disney because if you if you watch the credits, you're going to see a ton of the same names that are following through these movies. And it's amazing their their amount of work that they've done. It's it's truly amazing. And um I would say that, yeah, all the characters are great. I mean, Roger is my favorite. You know, Roger's my favorite. Uh, Cruella's probably one of the best villains ever. And, yeah, she's uh, cool. And all the dogs are really, like, you know, it. you get the sense that, like, all of them have personalities, even though there are 101. You know, that's hard to do. That's, that's really hard to do. Um... And I think the animated version is much better. I also watched the live-action version with Glenn Close, Jeff Daniels, and I think Jolie Richardson. Um, and it's it's sad. I mean, it's so sad when you remake a movie and it holds no comparison to the original. I mean, it's awful. It's terrible. Yeah, it's especially hard to go from animated to live action because animation just has like a special place in everyone's heart, you know. Yeah, and it's tough. It's it's tough to um, I don't know. I, I would say give give the personalities to the dogs, like giving a personality to the, like the live dogs compared to the ones that are hand drawn. Like it, there's no comparison. I mean, you could just take the beginnings of these movies, the first. The first, uh, like, the credit sequence leading into the movie for the animated one is so much fun with the spots, the music, and all the different credits coming in. And then for the for the remake, it's just, like, normal. It's, like, Disney presents 101 Dalmatians with, like, each name coming up. It's, like, that is so boring. So boring. I also wanted to point out that it's kind of weird, the new version, um, because the woman... She's the one that designs the Dalmatian outfit for Cruella in it. And then she's like, oh my god, you want my Dalmatians? Like, you're the one who designed it. What the hell is, like, I don't know what the heck is going on. Um, and then they have weird jokes. Like, they had a, they had a joke that said, 
Literally, the sight of all these deceased creatures gives me a shrinky winky. Oh my god. Could you believe that? What? Ja- Jasper or Horace said that in the live action movie. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Okay, and then they had a. I'm gonna go over a little bit. So I, you know what? I, I'm I'm in the mood where I just don't care right now. <laughs> um, and then they just have these these odd situations, and they add stuff to this movie and then take stuff away. It it's it's bizarre. I don't know what they're going for. It. I stick with the animated version. I do want to call out a couple things for the animated version. The little things that they have on the TVs that either the dogs are watching or Jasper and Horace are watching are hilarious. The canine crunchies ad that the dogs are watching. And then, did you, did you, I'm not sure if you've ever seen this, this, um, game show, but there's an old game show called What's My Line? And I heard of it. I think I saw it. Yeah. And it's a black and white one where you guess what somebody does or something like that. And in this, in the animated version, Jasper and Horace are watching What's My Crime? <laughs> and it's like this criminal and the people are trying to guess what the person did as a crime. Oh my god. And it's such a good throwback to, you know, other material that was around that time period. And I, I, I don't know. There's no comparison. If you're gonna watch anything, watch the animated version of 101 Dalmatians. It's so much more clever. And it's so much better with the mu- like with the music included. I mean, there's no music in the remake either. There's no music. I mean, what's better than when Roger goes upstairs and comes up with the Cruella DeVille song? I mean, that is one of the iconic scenes. So go watch that movie. This has been episode Sant Decept of Le VOTP.